2: welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community, and they are going to bless your soul, my friends. What a treat and a treasure. Well, I got to give you some good news, because, you know, sometimes I lament having a teenager who pushes my buttons, you know, and I got to say, my son, Day, he had to read the Iliad and the Odyssey in school, and I it just really got him thinking and scratching his head, and I have engaged him in questions about what it all means, because you know what? Faith is not afraid of critical thinking and questions, am I right? And, you know, I can't even remember if I read those old classics or what they're about. So Day said to me this week, Mom, imagine if we lived in a society that spent tens of billions of dollars on everybody's personal incomes on raising up the gods of Mount Olympus. What if our government spent billions more in tax dollars to support institutions devoted to those gods and billions in tax subsidies were given to pagan temples? I mean, what if elected officials did their best to stop medical research out of devotion to the Iliad and the Odyssey? And this is where I had to stop him. And I said, you know what, Day? You lost me somewhere around tax subsidies, but I'm so happy that you're knowing all this stuff and you're following all this and understanding that. And you're doing well in school, bud. So we got to celebrate when our kids are killing it, don't we? You know what? He is so faithful. I got to just praise him right now for giving me a good kid with good head on his shoulders to understand stuff that I'm like, I don't follow. Well, anyway, just like Peter had a fiery temper, I've got a white hot co-host. Welcome, Gray Haas, everybody. Hey,
0: Holly, how are you doing? It's so good to see you.
2: Isn't that so good sometimes when you have good news?
0: Oh, I love the good news, especially uh, about a, such a special kid.
2: Yeah, it feels like a lot of times when you're in those teenage years, it's a lot of bad news over and over. So sometimes, you know, when your kid's doing well at something, you can tell he's got a good head on his shoulders. It's like, you know what? Thank you so much, God. You got to remember to have an attitude of gratitude, don't you?
0: Absolutely. Always mean? be thankful. That's right. Always be thanking.
2: So what's happening with your climax, kids? What's going on in your world? Hey,
0: you know, I did want to tell you, um, I am. I did get contacted. I, I, I've not done much dating online. <gasps> But I did get uh, a message via Instagram (gasps) that I thought was pretty cool. And we've sort of been trading messages back and forth. Uh, I don't know the the person's name yet because it's just been going on. But her name's Katie Floss 420 And she was just uh, saying how much she liked my posts. And I was saying, hey, you know, you look, she doesn't have any... She only has a few followers, and she doesn't really have any pictures posted. One, she does have one picture posted of herself, but she's sending me all these fun emoji. It was really, it was really cool. So we're doing a little bit of, you know, preliminary. I, I guess I would call it um, chat, yeah, flirting. That's so cool. And I just said, hey, you know, I'd love to meet um, sometime for devotional. Um, she keeps sending me this one emoji of an eggplant, so I think she's vegetarian.
2: I love eggplant.
0: Yeah, so do I. It's so good. It's really low fat too.
2: Yeah, sometimes you can have it instead of chicken parmesan, you can have an eggplant parmesan.
0: Right. Yeah, Yeah. so So, you know, I try to send a few back. You know, I sent like a number one and then an okay and then a peach. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was sending some things back to her and it seems, you know, seems pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's so cool. You know, I bet her birthday is April 20th because it says 420. I bet Uh, that's her birthday. Oh, really? 420.
0: Four hundred and twenty. Yeah, I wasn't sure what that was for. Yeah, but, but. it's her
2: birthday. Well, would it be the year she? No, it couldn't be the year she was born. That yeah. was, she'd be real old.
0: So, so uh, yeah, maybe I'll I'll keep you updated on Katie Floss four two zero.
2: That's so cool. Man, I was so blessed this week because I got to go down to Atlanta for a conference. And I don't know if you've ever heard of North Point Church. You know North Point? Oh,
0: absolutely. Oh, it's so
2: cool. They're so beautiful. And they're just doing such an incredible thing with their children's ministry and with Orange and the Rethink Group. And they're just building this incredible curriculum empire that is helping so many people. And I know there are a lot of cynics out there who see companies like Download Youth Ministry. And, and I know people call them the multimillionaire mafia of ministry, but you know what? They are getting the word of God out to folks who need creative programming for kids and teens. I mean, the next gen is dropping like flies. Kids don't want to go to church. You know what I mean? That's right. So I just don't think we should begrudge these guys just because they're buying boats and getting rich. Even if they are creating monopolies and profiting off of putting out the same books over and over under different names. You know what? It only takes one of those books to change somebody's life. You know what I mean? And I just want to stand up for the white rich guys because they're so oppressed and attacked nowadays. It's really a shame.
0: Yeah, it really is too bad. I mean, think about Kevin Spacey.
2: got to move on to too anointed to be disappointed. And just like Rachel Held Evans scared the willies out of evangelicals by thinking critically and allowing her faith to be alive and expand, we are going to expand your joy today by introducing you to our lovely guest, Corinne Dial. Hello.
3: It is a real treat to be here speaking with you today.
0: Oh, Corinne. (laughs) Hey, Corinne. So nice to see you.
2: It's lovely to see both of you. I wish everybody could see how beautiful you are. You're just a ray of sunshine, and you're just really, truly a beautiful person. Oh, that's so nice. This is a new wig. Oh.
0: Oh, Oh, I love it! Yeah, I also love how you're completely adorned head to toe Mm. in what I would only describe as the American flag. It's Uh, it's on your jumper. It's on your you've got. I didn't know you'd be able to.
3: To be able to tell because it is um, a deconstructed flag ensemble. So the star, some of it's stars, some of it stripes, some of it's a star in the shape of a stripe and some of it's a stripe that's actually a star. So I didn't know if that read, but thank God. <laughs> Literally.
2: So, that is so cool. Thank you. I mean, and I just have to go back to your wig for a second because sure. you look, you look like Dolly Parton.
3: Oh my. Well, it is. The the model is called the Dolly. Is so it? And now it didn't say Dolly Parton; it did say Dolly. So one can't be too certain if it, if they're referring to Miss Parton. But yeah, it's a, it's a Dolly. So you know what? Again, I'm, what a blessed day I'm having just by uh, getting some compliments on my on my look.
2: It's beautiful. <laughs> I think a wig like that is so neat because what are you what are you five one five two? But with that on mm-hmm. you're like you're 5 nine.
3: I'm 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 a lot taller. I get a, I, I get a lot more respect when I wear the wig. Yeah. <gasps> yeah,
2: and those heels. Those heels are gorgeous.
3: Yeah, they're um they're medical. Oh really? Yeah. Oh that's um, so cool. What's a medical heel?
2: It's a um for when
3: you're diagnosed with low self esteem and you can get um taller shoes. That, so yeah. That is so neat. Oh,
0: so is that covered on your insurance?
3: Yes. I have um what they call the Cadillac of Insurance. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you
2: drive a Cadillac too.
3: I do. I drive a caddy. That's so neat. <laughs> it's my husband's, but he's um missing, so I get to yeah. drive. It.
2: How are you doing with that?
3: I'm actually fine. You're doing okay. Yeah. It's been a minute. So I'm getting used to the idea.
2: Are you going to the grief ministry or are you not there yet?
3: I'm not there yet. Okay. I'm not there. Okay. I'm, you know what, to be honest with you, I'm just stretching out in bed. Uh-huh. I'm sure he's coming back, you yeah. know? So All I'm right. not, I'm not really worried about it to be
2: completely honest with y'all. Well, huh? you know what? It's in his hands and he's so faithful. Absolutely.
3: That's right.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just too bad that he went tubing by himself.
2: Yeah. Well, that's Tim,
3: you know, Yeah. yeah. Uh, he called it tube time with Tim. Oh. And he would just go out there and, uh, you know, he, he really needed to clear his head. Uh-huh. And that's right. the way that he liked to do it. Yeah. A lot of people have hobbies. So did yeah. they
0: find the inner tube?
3: They absolutely did find his inner tube, you and, know.
0: And that was it. Or anything well, else? They
3: found a pair of shorts, but they weren't shorts I recognized. So I can only assume those were someone else's shorts. Those were some teenage kid who was getting it going in the woods or something. Absolutely. And took off their pants. Yep. Yeah. yeah. People, people say. Tim must have known the guy in those shorts because the shorts were found stuffed into the inner tube. Yeah, oh, you know? really? Yeah, the inner tube had been deflated. There were shorts peeking out of the little hole there. People said, "Well, that's his inner tube." Those he must know the owner of the shorts. There's no earthly way that he would know the owner of a pair of shorts like that. They so were the, so short.
0: The shorts were stuffed into the deflated inner tube.
3: Yeah, they were. They were, they had been commingled in there, and they were European shorts. Really? They weren't board shorts. That's what Tim wears is board shorts. And he really covers it up all the way to his knees because he has, he called them feminine knees because they were wider at any rate. So there's no way it, what I'm trying to say is Tim's gone. I'm sure he's coming back and no one knows the owner of those European shorts. Right. But
2: were they sure it was his tube? Cause he had that tube custom made that said "Tube time with Tim on it. Did he, he did. And that was the one they found. That was the one that they did find. Yeah.
0: you know, so, I always just get so sad when someone goes on a, On just a positive summer activity, you're trying to get out in nature. You're trying to be by yourself with God, Mm -hmm. and then you know something happens Mm -hmm. where your tube show just turns up, and it's was it was the inner tube slashed or
3: Mm, just deflated? It was deflated, and and again, you know,
0: just short stuffed into it.
3: I think you know the men in blue. You know, I stand behind them, but they did say. Um, sorry, I did mean, uh, the police, but of course any of the men are men in blue, right? Oh, Uh, we've got to stand up for them. Absolutely. Especially right now, especially right now. I, I would, if I got arrested tomorrow for nothing, I'd be grateful. At any rate, um, yeah, our men in blue, you know, they said, well, this inner tube looks like someone deflated it on purpose, you know, and it was purposeful and whoever did this, you know, (laughs) I mean, they said all kinds of things. Doesn't want to be found. Doesn't want to come back. And I'm not here to second guess. But I'm just going to say, okay, you know, there's a lot of theories out there.
0: Right. How you, long has he been gone?
2: He's been gone. Let's see. Did, 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 he's been gone three months. Oh, okay. Three months. Quite some time. You know what, Karen? I just saw something in the news about how they found some hikers. It was something like weeks or months or years later mm-hmm. and they turn up. They do. Yeah. He's just taking some time, yeah, Tim time. <laughs> That's what we call it
3: around here, but yeah, like I said, you know, I'm I'm getting to do a lot of things I want to do. Turn on the AC once in a while.
2: Ooh, decadent.
3: Yeah, yeah. It gives Tim um, the shivers. It gives him goosebumps.
2: So yeah. I've seen you pulling out of the church in that, what is that, like a champagne pearl colored Cadillac? Yeah, it's sh- opalescent. Oh, it's so neat. It looks like a piece of jewelry. And you had your windows down and you were blaring hill song and you were singing praise and worship at the top of your lungs. I sure was. And that day you had on a red wig. I like you in red too. Oh, thank you so much. you got much. a skin tone. You can wear any color here. Well, that's really nice. Yeah, it's, called
3: it's. Um, I I don't know, I'm white. I'm white as they come.
2: <laughs> you are, you got an ivory, you got an. You look like an ivory statue. Yeah, if I, if I get into uh, natural
3: light, you can see all my veins. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you can see most of them, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: So tell us a little bit about what you do around here.
3: Well, I've taken it upon myself. I've realized that we didn't have kind of like what you call my, my call an action committee about getting involved in our civic responsibility. Oh yeah, of voting. Oh, oh. And it's and and you know what? It is a real hot potato for sure. You mm-hmm. know, and I can understand why people in the past have been loath to get involved, but it is so important for members yep. of our community. Yeah to feel empowered, and to franchise themselves into voting. Yep. So I have taken it upon myself to start a weekly group where we get together, talk about our plans for voting. You know, before the midterm elections, and those are real elections, a lot of people said, what's a midterm? What does that mean? What is a midterm? Yeah, I I do presidential. Yeah, Yeah. it's the middle of terms. Oh, okay. okay. It's the middle of a term. So like if we were saying, okay, the term right now for the president, you know, it's about halfway through, then... Then the rest of the country goes, okay, we have to have an election for all the, other, all the other pieces and parts. So That's what the midterm is. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so what we do is we get together. We talk about why it's important to vote and who should vote and everyone should vote. Everyone who really wants to vote. And if right. there are people who don't want to vote, they shouldn't vote.
0: And mm. what are you doing to encourage those people to vote? And also the people who probably shouldn't vote how do you keep them just aware that they probably shouldn't
3: well it's really special because here at the church everyone here at the church should vote oh right and how i discourage other people who shouldn't vote is by telling people at church to discourage people who don't come to church to vote by giving them you know you know what's on the on the table you know you could tell someone oh voting day's wednesday Voting day's money missed it. Mm -hmm. You know, you could say, you know, if someone says, where's my polling place? There is no polling place. Oh, okay. You know, so I'm trying to keep that information just, you know, within the church. You know what I'm saying? So we want to encourage everyone in the church to vote. We want to discourage people outside the church. You know, it it only takes, it takes one vote, one bad vote to cancel out a good vote. All right. It takes two good votes to cancel. Well, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know the math
2: on that exactly. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Because people like bad people mm. who live in these like urban places that mm-hmm. are full of evil people, they put these young women into positions where they can have uh, what? And these 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 young girls are what are they? They're 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 like communists? Yes. Yeah. In, in New York mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There are
3: so many um, women getting into communism, and the reason I think that that is is they don't have a strong male influence in their life. Is that right? And I tell women all the time who are confused as to where do I vote and who do I vote for? Well, ask a man. There are so many men walking around not getting asked things. Yeah, You know, know, they're bored. They're looking at their phone. Ask them. What's your opinion?
0: You know, and this is so positive to hear because, you know, I can't vote because I'm technically not a citizen. Oh, that's right. That is a shame. Now, is there, are there ways for Mm -hmm. people like me to possibly, are are there ways I could vote? So that I could still have my voice heard, mm-hmm. even though I'm not a citizen.
3: Just tell a woman okay. who to vote for. Okay. <gasps> so that's like Yeah, right. That's a it's a workaround. That's right. Yeah. So you you go you know, go up to any young woman, you know, you're a good looking guy. You go up to any young woman, you say, Do you know who you're gonna vote for? Yeah. If they say, you know, nine times out of ten a woman's gonna say, I haven't even given it a second thought and I haven't thought about it once. You're going to tell them who they should vote for, and that kind of counts as your own vote.
0: That's great because, you know, the other day I have read this article, and I didn't read the whole thing, but basically it was about Silicon Valley and Mm -hmm. how they're trying to do... Have you ever had a Dollar Shave Club?
3: Mm -hmm. It's
0: basically a $1 a a a month or something. You get razors in the mail. Mm -hmm. Now, I heard some Silicon Valley company is doing a thing that they call abort box. And basically it's an at-home abortion that gets sent to your house oh no. once a month. so oh you can. Gosh. And so I don't know what's in it because I didn't read the rest of the article, oh but I was just no. like, this is the kind of sick stuff that we've just got to be careful that about. That is
2: the evil world we're living in now. I, hope, I was hoping you were going to say women could get razors because we need them a lot more than me. I mean, we are not supposed to have hair beneath anything lower than our ears. You know, right. cannot have hair yeah. anywhere on her body, or if you have a mustache. You know what? You're right about the man thing, because women don't even appear in the Constitution. It's like, well, if this is such an important document, everybody, yeah. well, then maybe we need to pay attention to it. Yeah. It doesn't even acknowledge that females are a part of this country. And, and I say, why are all these women in politics? Right. If if that's the Constitution doesn't even acknowledge females. But although we did have one neat one here in Indy, didn't we? She, oh, was, she was good.
3: Yeah. yeah, she's great. And she's on her way out to do, I, I'm assuming a lot of fun things, you know, with her family. But she is on her way out. And we just have to really rally the troops. We've got to keep Satan out of the Senate. we got to keep the house heavenly. we got to keep Christ in Congress. And that's the name of your volunteer ministry, isn't it? Keep Christ in Congress? Absolutely, yeah. that's That's what we've been calling it. CNC voting factory is something that someone said to me one time. I don't know what that means, but it makes a lot of sense for me. That is so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So, anybody
2: out there listening, if you are getting compelled, especially if you're a man, if you're getting compelled by what you hear Corinne talking about, you got it. I mean, where do they find you for CNC voting factory or for Keep Christ in Congress? Do you have regular meetings or do they just email you? Wednesdays. At 6 p.m.
3: Okay. In the basement. That's great. We're down there. Uh, f- follow, uh, I mean, follow the sound of voices who care. Oh, you know what I mean? Just directly under the auditorium in the B room? Uh, in the B room. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're down there. And and I just want to say to your point earlier, you know, all these, you know, oh, we're supposed to be so excited as a woman to see all these women, you know, politicians getting elected. Well, I'd love to see what their house looks like. Okay. I'd love to, I would love to see their linen closet. Okay. I bet it's a full Steam ahead, disaster zone,
2: yeah. and I, you know who's
3: suffering? The people in their household, yeah,
2: right. the and they mm-hmm, uh-huh. and their kids who are, you know, I bet they're watching this woman in the house mm-hmm. just roll up the fitted sheets and not even try, not even try, you I've, know, you know, you ever seen a kid with wearing a
3: diaper no pants? Oh,
0: a kid wearing a, a diaper, diaper no pants,
3: no shorts, nothing on the bottom. No, Have you, ever, you I can't haven't even.
0: seen. A kid wearing a diaper. You
3: have to go to the dunes. You have to go to Indiana dunes oh, to see it maybe. Oh, right. Yeah. I've seen
0: some of those types of people, yeah.
3: Yeah. And that's, that's when whenever I see a woman in Congress, I think of that like Winnie the Pooh kind of child where right. there's a shirt on top Sick. and there's a diaper or it's just their, am I allowed to say genitals?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay.
3: fine. I think it's like a medical term. Yeah. You see their genitals. Really? Oh, no. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen that. And so Coming out of the I diaper. Thought. Well, I'm sorry. So sometimes you see it with the diaper and sometimes you just see the the genitals.
0: All right. It's just so sad. Yeah. You know, I've been hearing a lot about voter fraud.
2: Yep. It's rampant.
0: What are you doing about that? All these foreigners are voting. I'm really concerned about it.
3: Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. Again, we I'm, I'm really trying to preach the choir pun definitely intended. The choir is the first people I signed up. Oh, that's so that cool. I made sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what we're doing to avoid voter fraud is we're just encouraging people, you know, if you see something, say something. Mm. You know, I saw that one time in a TV show about New York. But if you see something, you say something. And by that, I mean, do you suspect that someone is not a citizen? You know, do you, and by the way, how far back? Cause it should go back pretty far. Uh-huh. I mean, what you moved here a few years ago, you took a test, you know, you swore an oath that doesn't make you a real citizen. So I would just encourage people to say, Hey, excuse me, where are you from? Give me your postal address. You right. tell me where you, what? What hospital were you born at? You know, that's a good way we have to
2: smoke it out ourselves. Unfortunately, the government just isn't doing everything that they can. Uh, that's right. You got to look look to the past to understand the future. Mm. I mean, George Washington was born here, and mm-hmm. everybody has to be born here. Absolutely. That sets the precedent. That's what makes a citizen. Absolutely.
0: Now, so when you're you're, you're actually on voting day, mm-hmm. how do you make sure that those people that you've been talking to all year long are actually going and voting.
3: You go pick them up. Oh, and really? one of the most fun things I've done, and I'm so glad Hallie mentioned my Cadillac. <laughs> oh, you can fit a lot of people in there. Huh? I can. I really can. So I'll pick some people up, you know, that I know to be, fighting for our cause and really into our issues. So that's how I know I'm picking them up. I mean, I spent, I will tell you, I am up at 4 a.m. I'm up in the dark, putting on a wig, jumping in that car and picking up people. That's, that's what I'm doing. And you know, other people trying to flag me down. They've heard about it. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I know, I know the right people to take. And I know the people who are going to get in there and just muck it up. That's right.
0: That's right. And if you get to ride in the Cadillac, you're going to want to vote.
3: So, you know, on, on the day, on voting day, I will go out and I will pick people up in the caddy, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm playing some good uh, Christian rock. You know, I think that's a fun way to get people pumped up, you know, to get them out there and I'll pick them up, take them to the polls, you know, deposit them, go out and pick up a, pick up some more souls out there.
0: That is great. Mm. Now, if Tim were to show back up, which I I believe he will.
3: Um, oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, Absolutely
0: what are some of the highlights in the three months that he's been gone that you might tell him about?
3: Oh, um, I cleaned out the CRISPR. Oh, the CRISPR had been a point of contention in our marriage for a long time and it's completely cleaned out. I mean, I I have the appropriate things in there, which I've learned is basically celery. That's what, that's what you keep in a CRISPR. Um, I think he'd also be proud of my, you know, I wouldn't call it independence because I think that's a sin, but I'd call my can-do-itiveness in his absence, you know. I've really taken it, well, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you this, you know, uh, uh, he, he's not terribly fond of, uh, of, of, of me, you know, socializing and organizing outside of the home. Oh, and really? so he might be, you know, he might be pretty excited about some things that I've done uh, uh, around, you know, uh, getting more involved and everything.
0: Now, was Tim Avoda?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he voted for both of us.
0: Oh, great. So you, you're you organizing people to vote, but you actually have Tim vote oh, for he, you. Oh, yeah. That's great.
3: Yeah. Tim would put on one of my wigs and one of my gowns, and he would go down there. So he would go uh, himself, and then that's why we have so many wigs. And actually, he'd be surprised to see me wearing his own wigs. Right. He would really, that would be a hoot for him.
0: Did any of the wigs go missing when he went missing?
3: Mm. You know, Belinda's not home.
0: Oh, is that a wig's name?
3: Yeah, that's um. It that was actually Tim's favorite was Belinda, and I haven't seen her. Oh, huh. it's, mm.
0: it's just so sad. It's just uh, in a mm. tube with some. What do we say? Euro- European, European style shorts.
3: Yeah, European style shorts in the. And Belinda's. did a wig turn up? Yeah, uh, there were some longer hairs that I was told about. Huh. Hmm
0: it's just oh, it's just too bad.
3: You know the woods are so full of garbage that it's hard to tell what's important and what's not. Yeah, that's right. where
2: people go to do drugs. Oh. It's full of uh, needles and all that. Oh,
0: you you're you're absolutely right because like when my recycle is uh, overflowing, yeah. sometimes I'll just take it to the woods to empty it.
2: Yeah. Well, that's God's way of recycling, right?
0: Right. Well, it's just going to go, you know, it's just going to become yeah. mulch.
2: Absolutely. Well, that's recycling is all biodegradable, isn't it?
0: Uh, I'm not sure, but I...
2: I think it's the same as throwing a banana peel out the car window, Mm. which I let my kids do.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. Corinne, what got you into politics? Because Mm. I feel like you really have to have a good head on your shoulders for politics. I'm always like, I can't keep up. I don't know what's going on. And also, you got to care about something... Uh, bigger, You know, yeah. my son is always like, "Christian should be the biggest environmentalist because if this is God's creation, we should take care of it, you know? Oh. And I'm like, that is such a flawed logic. It really is. But, but you know, he's a teenager. His skill hasn't completely hardened yet. What up. got you going? Well, I have to be honest with you. I hadn't been invested or interested in
3: politics uh, my whole life. And then I come home one day a little bit early. I had been out for lunch. I find Tim in our house with Ted Cruz. Really? Wow. Ted Cruz. Now he looks so different in person. I mean, he looks completely different. He's uh, rail thin. Really? He looks like, can't be more than 19 years old. But my husband said, you know, this is Ted Cruz, and he's come to visit us. They had been working on the house, I guess, because they were both shirtless and seemed uh, out of breath but they had been doing some duct work I guess but anyway I, I hadn't I didn't know that but Tim had been old friends with Ted Cruz who did stop by and we had a lengthy conversation about how important it was to be more involved in politics that
0: is great so
3: I haven't met Ted, Ted Cruz yeah so Ted
0: Cruz just was at your house one day when you came by and he was helping your husband work on the house
3: I was so embarrassed because I looked a mess.
0: well that's why I've always liked him because you can tell he's the type of person that would just pitch in
2: yeah, he really did. He looks so different. I'll tell you what. He, he he is a hard worker. I don't pay attention that much, but I thought it was such a God thing how God really came through in Texas and he made Ted Cruz beat that Mexican guy in te- in Texas. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. Beano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It was it was truly a miracle because
3: I, I, I know. I thought, Oh, here, here we go. You know, they're flooding over. There's no Rio Grande anymore. I think it's just damp, you know, it's damp and That's trampled right. down there. And yes. And when I saw Ted Cruz I wanted to give him a call and Tim said, well, let's not bother him, you know, but I did want to give him a call and congratulate him since I'd met him in person. But uh, like I said, Tim, Tim said that wasn't a good idea. And I guess we don't have long distance anymore. Caller me surprised. But yeah, that's how I got involved in, uh, in so, it, and it's been a real wild ride. So
0: yeah. ever since then, you've just been really taking voting into your, your own hands after meeting Ted Cruz. Um, yeah, yeah. He
3: really impressed upon me how important it was uh, to vote. Both, both he and Tim, you know, uh, and and they also I, 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 we had dinner together, you know, and oh, actually <laughs> Ted stayed over. Really, absolutely, that's so cool. Wow. Yeah, I slept on the couch because they were just. Well, I, you know, first, Ted was going to sleep on our bedroom, and I said, of course, you know, obviously. Oh, right. He and ran
0: for president. You're not going to have uh, somebody he <laughs> yeah. ran for president no, sleeping not on the couch. a couch. No. Can
3: you imagine? Right. And then, you know, Tim was in there, and he said, you know, um, Ted couldn't find the covers, and I woke up on the couch. Ca- you know, it was, just, it was just a fun weekend that we all had together. But, yeah, Ted really impressed upon me how important it was, and he kept crying. And, you know, he was so upset about how important it was to be voting
2: it's, it's it's a selfless thing to go into politics huh
3: that's what I that's what I come to understand wow absolutely you don't get into it for you know there's no real money in it you know there's no real perks of being in politics other than to truly change the world and reshape the world and the uh, the lord's what the lord wants it to be
0: yeah now I've also saw recently that you started a super PAC.
3: I did that yeah. is
0: exciting. Oh, no. What is what a super is pack? That? Cause I always hear those words and I'm like, that sounds cool. And I'm really into the idea of super packs cause I'm kind of, it reminds me of, you know, uh, superheroes. Mm. It also reminds me of six packs. So I'm sort of like, okay, this yeah. is cool. It's so like what is a super, super
2: bowl? It's right. like, it's the greatest thing.
3: Isn't that word super? Just, just a lot. It's a lot. It's so fun. Well, I, you know, a super pack the way that I understand it is a bringing together of, 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 of people and resources to really, it's like wielding, you know, it, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to attack. I, I'm, I'm going to try to get what I want by using this toothpick. Well, what if you had a baseball bat? Could you, could you do, could you do more to get what you want? If you had a baseball bat rather than a toothpick. Right.
0: What are you doing in that situation? Actually, if you are uh, using a toothpick and then a baseball bat.
3: Okay. Well, let's see. So you could use, you know, you're, you're, you're poking, uh, Let's see. You're you're trying to wake up a bear. Oh right. And you got a toothpick. And or are taking out a tooth. Yeah yeah right. And so oh let's use that because I like that one better. So it's trying to extract a tooth. So you're going at it with a toothpick. Right. But What if you have a baseball bat and you right. can just hit hit yourself in the face with that? And that's what a super pack is. You know, it's using using that uh, to to remove a tooth. And the one that the one that I started. Here in Broad Ripple is uh, a Super PAC, and, it, and it's really to elect God-fearing people, oh, uh, yes. you know, to Congress, and that's the most important thing. And and actually, the crazy thing is, you can go to the super supermarket, and you can um, contribute to the Super PAC there. Oh,
0: really? that's
2: so cool. Yeah,
0: you can just take uh, a few a few dollars from your purchase and just put it into the Super PAC. Oh,
3: yeah, that's so cool. And it used to be that you could, you know, you could around a, you know, for, uh, you know, the homeless or whatever. And I talked them into, well, what if you could round up and give it to the super PAC, And they were on board, you know, they were on board. So that's, so we're, we're really creating some big change, you know?
0: That is great. Yeah. That
3: is so cool.
0: Now, what did Tim do?
3: Oh, Tim. Uh, Professionally. Oh, professionally. Uh, it, a lot of contracting. Uh, Well, you know, I got to be honest with you. He was pretty vague with me because he said I wouldn't understand it. Uh, We have a lot of photography equipment, which I guess is part of contracting and uh, um, a lot of video equipment, wires, Uh, house was littered with wires. And, you know, I got to tell you, a lot of people say VHS is dead, but it's not in my house. A lot of VHS and beta tapes and the basement. I'm not allowed in there. So I'm assuming it's full of nails and, um, and dangerous stuff down there. But. Yeah.
2: So contracting, I suppose. Okay, that's so cool. Yeah, I guess writing contracts or, you know, my son recently said to me, you know, it's almost like the Republican Party could just be renamed the anti-abortion party. And I was like, you know what? You and I actually agree
3: on that. Now, that's something I understand because I don't know where, where the word Republican comes from, nor do I want to. But I think anti-abortion gets it across pretty clear. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's the whole point, right? I mean, that is the way we vote. It's the only real issue. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my son says, well, there are a whole bunch of kids who are alive, um, born already, Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, why don't you hear about them? And I was like, because they have a voice. The unborn don't have a voice. You know what I mean? Sometimes they don't even have mouths. See.
3: So you tell me how you're supposed to have a voice and no mouth, no spine, no eyes, no hair, no feet. Right. Who's looking out for those kids? These kids, these kids down at the border there, I said it,
2: have feet. Right. They have hair. Mm-hmm. They have eyes. Yeah. So you know what? Pull yourself up mm-hmm. by your own bootstraps. They have boots. You as know what I mean? As far as I know. But I, I would say that, see, you're a female. I would say the eggs inside your body right now, mm-hmm. the, those eggs, they don't have boots. No. You, you know what I mean? And they are alive.
0: Look, it takes two to tango, right? Yeah. It takes two to tango. That's true. And when you make a baby, the so when the when the egg, there's you've got an egg, and you've got um, the other the, the other things that go in. When you've got all these elements that are coming together to make this amazing person, mm. you can't tell me that 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 person doesn't have rights. Um, so so when the, uh, you know when the right. like with with all the uh, mm-hmm. with all the right? magic it's mm-hmm. basically magic that's that right. happens
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i just i just think that mm-hmm. we've got to take that into consideration yes
2: and if i can use my vote which i can't even believe that my vote counts as much as a man's but i don't it. have
3: as much responsibility why should my vote count as much men shoulder the weight of the world that's right they have to fight right. they have to catch animals, That's right. right. they have to, you know, pay I taxes. mean, in my house, they kill spiders, they pay taxes, all that stuff. I don't do that stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't know how to pay my utilities if you gave me a map three days and took me to college. I wouldn't be able to figure it out.
2: So yeah, they vote and
3: it counts more. And that's how it should be.
2: Well, I saw something that somebody was complaining in the paper the other day that in Indiana, if you're a married woman, you can't even have the utilities in your names, in your name. That's and sp- smart. Do we want, do we want all the, do you want the grid to go down? Right. 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 And, and, and you know what, these unmarried women who have to figure out the utilities on their own, I say, well, you know what, that's just going to make them feel even more lost and alone in the world. So anyway, I just feel like if I can use my one vote, I can't even believe that it counts as much as man's, but if I can use it to save those people who don't exist, Mm -hmm. I'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like Daniel was thrown into the lion's den, you've thrown some questions into our mailbag. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Twin Hillers. I am Claudia. And it's, y'all. it's Claudia with a K. Isn't that cool? Oh, that is cool. Yeah. I am Claudia, and I attend your sister church, Church of the Burning Bush. Oh, they're so cool. I like them down there. I recently applied to four Bible colleges for pastoral ministry and was turned down due to gender issues. Hmm. I know that within the church, women usually play a supportive role, but I feel the inclination to be in a leadership position as I actually have some skills that I feel would be beneficial to the church. I can't tell if this is the devil playing spiritual tricks with my lady brain or if I should simply continue my role of caterer within the men's ministry of my home church. Any help would be much appreciated. Love, stressed and repressed, Claudia. Oh, poor girl.
0: Wow, that's a really, that's that's really intense because, you know, when you get a calling, um, which, you know, I've had this calling to be in youth ministry and it's a very, very strong calling. I hear God's voice in everything I do. Uh, telling me this is my profession, this is my occupation, this is these are my spiritual gifts that I'm giving to the world. So when you hear that calling, and then someone tells you, "Hey, maybe the calling is," uh, hey, maybe we can't accept you here because um, you know your calling has led you to the wrong place. You put in a bit of a predicament, and what I would say to Claudia is maybe revisit your calling because mm. sometimes you know sometimes I equate it to you ever um, have you ever had a cricket wireless mm. I had it was the first cell phone I had when I got here Oh, okay um, now I've got Verizon okay. Verizon's amazing I love it but when I had cricket wireless but when I got to this country I would pick up the phone and it, uh, I, oh, it's I I and I, I that's what it would sound like when someone called me they'd say hey great I And I was going, hello, hello, I I can't quite hear the call. And so that's what I think Claudia is going through. She's called Cricket wireless now, but she's not hearing her call clearly. Mm. She's got to get a different provider. Yeah, that's right. And when she gets that, she she can hear God's voice more clearly. So I would say just maybe put a pin in it for a while, go back to doing some catering and really listen more carefully. That's right. And listen harder. Yeah. And see if that voice doesn't come through and the message is
2: different yeah and if i may just affirm your spiritual gifts thank you i see them i mean they are on display a lot of because people can't see you they can only hear you i just want to tell people that gray has the spiritual gift of working with youth you should see him thumb rings leather cuffs on each wrist and highlights in his hair that is something a man without this this spiritual gift of working with youth would not know to do you know what i mean right It's just so cool. Well, you know, I agree with you, and I say, Claudia, bless your heart. You know, Claudia, I think sometimes we get confused, like a female who longs to be a leader, it's like a tone deaf person being like, I wanna be Beyonce, you know? And I see it all the time. These people who can't hold a note and they go on The Voice and, oh, I love it. It's just the best show in the whole world. But you know what, honey? You might be on The Voice and nobody's turning around the chair. So I would say if you're catering, I think that's a legit job. I don't know. I would say, what, what do you think, Craig? I was just
3: going to say what is wrong with catering. When I met Tim, he was a caterer. Really? Yes, he was. He was a caterer, and he had all these buddies that were doing it with him, and they'd be gone all weekend, off catering and everything. And you know what? Catering is a is a real job that has real responsibilities. You are nourishing people's bodies, you know, and and I'd say to Claudia, you're nourishing people's bodies. You don't have to nourish their souls. Let let other leaders, natural leaders, do that. You know.
0: That is so great. I ah, press God, Tim.
3: Oh right, yep. Mhm. He'll come back. He'll he'll I've left the back doors unlocked. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, I, I trust everybody in Broad Ripple, but the back door is unlocked and he'll come he'll he'll come on right on back when he's ready to. I'm sure just taking some Tim time.
2: And cool. in the meantime, don't check the
3: basement. He'll no. Come. I I was um, there's a note on the door and a padlock, <laughs> so I can't.
2: Corinne Dial was played by Colleen Doyle. You can follow her on Twitter at Anyung hello or on Instagram at Colleen A. Doyle. Or you can see her improvising with Dummy or Village Bicycle in L.A. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte. And Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.
1: Hi, I'm Devin Field. And I'm Greg Golan. And we are the hosts of the podcast First Hand, which is a podcast examining the most important moments in history by speaking to the people who lived them. And we're also going to be sharing our own experiences with those events. As Devin and I are kind of like, would you say we're like Forrest Gump type? Yeah, we're like Forrest Gump in the sense that we have experienced almost every major event in modern history. We drop some bombs on you guys, like uh, who the real first man on the moon was, who killed Tupac. And we speak to real witnesses of these events, and definitely not just very funny UCB performers like Carl Tart, no. Mary Holland, yeah, Echo no. Wodum, and many others. So tune in to the first-hand podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.